cloud. All right. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Bitcoin Stoa. As a reminder, this is a community funded project. So if you enjoy listening, you can support our work by sending some stats to the QR code on our homepage uh, at the website, bitcoinstoa.com. Uh, you can also stream stats using a Bitcoin wallet that has a podcast feature. I use the Breeze app at the moment. Uh, and if you go to newpodcastapps.com, uh, you'll be able to see a list of awesome apps that integrate podcasts and allow you to stream sats. So current Moscow time is 2351 at 728.547. And with that said, it is my honor to welcome Kevin to the STOA for a conversation about Bitcoin for the hood. So Kevin, welcome. And uh, thanks for taking the time, brother. Oh, no problem, man. Thanks for having me, man. No worries. So uh, I came across a tweet of Bitcoin for the hood and I looked into it. I thought it was a really cool project. And so maybe before we get into the project, um, let's start with your Bitcoin story. So when did you come across Bitcoin? What were your thoughts on it? And then bring us up to speed until where we are today. Uh, so I came across it oh, years when when you couldn't get it okay. <laughs> when, when they was using it, I guess, for the black market. Um, but didn't really pay no attention because it wasn't accessible like it is today. Mm -hmm. um, so really didn't start taking it serious to like 2019, 2020, but always had my ear, you know, open to it, you know. Cool. Um, Bitcoin for the hood. Uh, I'm seeing we're always late to the party, uh, meaning the black American community. Yep. Uh, we was late to the internet. We was late to everything. <laughs> so what I'm seeing, everybody in the hood has cash app. Hmm. Everybody has cash app. So I'm like, Bitcoin's right on your phone. That's, you know, I started with my family first, letting them know. That's a good move. So I'm like, well, let me get the, I need to wake the hood up because everybody doesn't want to stay in the hood. Right. They're stuck there. Um, no money, you know, uh, no bank loans, you know, redlining, things of that nature. So I'm looking at Bitcoin. I'm like, Bitcoin fixes this. Hmm. No problem. Get it right now on your phone. Matter of fact, I'm going to start something and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to start passing it out. I'll just start getting it to you guys. So that's when I just start pushing Bitcoin for the hood and uh, just try to get my people out of poverty, man, because uh, that's the only way out. You know, uh, they're not going to do reparations. If they will, they, we have to share it with some people. It's just a long thing. Where I see Bitcoin can happen now with it being the biggest wealth transfer in history, you know, in the right direction. Right. For once. Right. Right. So when you first came across, like if someone you find someone on the street, you start talking about Bitcoin and they say, what the hell is Bitcoin? What do you what what's like the two sentences that you can tell them to give your perspective of how Bitcoin solves the problem of being stuck in the hood? Well, um, yeah, well, I'll tell them, you know, uh, you make transactions through Cash App all day digitally, right? You could do the same thing with Bitcoin digitally transactions. Um, what I'm letting them know is this is the future. This is going to be your new currency, whether you like it or not. This is going to be your new currency. So yeah. you might as well start getting it now. Um, where I'm at are Walmarts. 
They're getting us familiar with QR codes. They're getting us familiar with self-checkout. It's because we're going digital. And that, you know, it kind of, it rings a bell like, oh, okay. Right. I've seen that. They can relate to that. Right. They like, I've seen that. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have Amazon, a uh, fresh store. No one's in there in San Francisco right now. And they're building another one somewhere else. Uh, I just saying, but I'm just letting them know this is the future. Um, the millennials, you know, that's getting left, uh, inheritance, which would be, you know, uh, we will say the white millennials, they're letting their people know, grandpa, we don't want no gold. I'm not walking out the bank with gold, Grandpa, and get slapped across the head. Yeah, that's old school. Yeah, we're, old school. we're Bitcoin. We're going yeah. Bitcoin. And this is how, what we want. And that's what is, what's going on. And I, I just want to get my people, uh, Black Americans, uh, up to speed. Um, in the hood, is predominantly Black Americans. We're not Black. We're Black Americans in the hood. Cool. Uh, I see a lot of Bitcoin for Black, and I don't like that. What what would you say the biggest difference is between Bitcoin for Black and Bitcoin for Black Americans? Well, Black Americans is a distinguished Pacific group that's in this country, America, that built this right. country, right? When you say Black, that means someone that came over here yesterday, right? Mm. They get the mark, something that my people been here for centuries. Right. So we, we, we have to delineate, right? We have to delineate who are we talking about? And black puts us in a, in, it, you know, it kind of bunches us in instead of delineating. Because uh, black people not in the hood. You're going to see black Americans. Mm. See, when black people come here, they move to the suburbs. They don't come right. to the hood. <laughs> yeah. Because that doesn't help them with uh, immigration, right? Uh, getting their visas, right? They can't get no felonies. In the hood come with felonies. Right. So they don't come around the hood because that would mess with their visas, uh, mm. citizenship, see things of that nature. So uh, we know, you know, when, I, when, I, when I'm talking about the hood, I'm specifically talking about black Americans and, 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 and uh, you know, we want to get out of there. You know, we've been trapped and just stuck there. Uh, fortunately, um, I'm gentrified away from where I was born uh, in the Bay. I'm in Sacramento, California, somewhat middle class. Um, but, you know, my people are still there. You know, I still have family still there in the hood, you know, that's trapped, you know, and uh, just try to get Bitcoin in everybody's hand and from, from in all hoods in America. You know, I want to go on a world tour and do this. Dude, that's so powerful. And I think... You know, one thing about Bitcoin, it doesn't discriminate, right? Like it might be hard for you to open a bank account. It might be hard for you to buy a house. Bitcoin doesn't give a shit who you are, where you come from, what background you are. It treats everyone the same because it's a piece of code. And I think the most special thing that really rang with me when I saw what you were doing is that this is the opportunity for everyone to have an equal footing and to not have this system that gives advantage to wealthy, rich people to accumulate wealth at the expense of everyone else, right? Like the system we use now has been a wealth transfer for the whole existence of, uh, of that money system. And it's been a wealth transfer from poor people to wealthy people. And it's insanely messed up. 
but it's such a deeply entrenched system, it's hard to get out of there. And then Bitcoin comes along and you see this system that's available to everyone that you don't need permission to use, right? Anyone that has a phone, even, not even like a crazy smartphone or a crazy expensive phone, anyone with a phone that can download an app, can create a wallet, can receive five bucks in Bitcoin instantly, pretty much for free. And I think that's very special because we're still early. You know, you, you talked about at the start how Black America was late to uh, the internet and, and has always been late. We are so early right now, which is the beauty of it because when you get Bitcoin in the hands of Black America, when you get Bitcoin in the hood, and then all the big countries and all the rich people start to realize what Bitcoin is, they're gonna make everyone in the hood rich because you got to them early. So I, I think what you're doing is so special, man. And I, uh, you know, I saw that you had a tally coin going and you got up to a thousand bucks. You know, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, the process of setting up the tally coin. Because let's take it from the perspective that someone in the hood in another area, maybe outside California is listening to this and they want to get some inspiration of how they can do what you're doing and support your mission, right? So you can go visit them on your world tour and hear what they're doing. So how was the process of setting up the tally coin? How are you using the funds? How are you like, tell us a little bit about the actual um, practice of Bitcoin for the hood and how it actually works. Love to hear it. So uh, I seen uh, what you guys was doing in Canada with the truckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really involved with that. I donated. I donated. Thank you, brother. Because no truckers, no food, Mm. no water, no clothing. Yep. No, you know, so I'm like, hey, man, no, I don't want you. I got to help my people. And I'm like, how did they do this? And I seen tally coins. So I went one, two, three, simple, easy, powerful the cake. And uh, and I'm like, OK, I was I already had Bitcoin for the hood going and I was doing the donations through uh, Square. OK. And I'm like, this is it. Tally coin. Bam. And got right on it. And um, what I'm doing is. I'm going to the hood and I'm uh, asking people if they got, you know, cash app and I'm sending them Satoshis, man. I'm sending them Satoshis right on the spot, letting them know, educating them, buy more, hold it, sell if you want, don't sell. But hey, this is the future and we can go forward. And that's what I'm trying to do, man. I'm just trying to get every, because I see, I see Jack Dorsey and Jay-Z, you know, salute, uh, you know, what they're doing, but they're going way to Africa. Right. But when you can help, right, we need help in the hood. Yeah. I'm gentrified a hundred and something miles from where I was born and raised because can't can't afford it. No wealth. Yeah. We're wealthless. They said by 2053, Black Americans' wealth will be at zero. And, te- and and Bitcoin fixes this like right now, yeah. like yes. instantly. And and one thing, our people, because we're so wealthless, we're scared to put our money in. You know, we can't afford to put our money nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like our money is counted for. As soon as we get it, it's counted for right. instantly. You know what I mean? Uh, we owe someone, or we got to pay off a of debt, or you know, it's just. So I figure if I can give it to them. 5, 10, 15, you know, whatever it may be. Yep. Hey, we, we're, 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 uh, we're building a bridge for, for the Bitcoin community, you know? Yes. Because, uh, like you said, everyone, this is for everyone. You know, it's not just for one race, one group, 
one uh, uh, gender, you know, it's for everyone. And uh, it's for everyone. And, you know, it's I think I heard Michael Saylor say this. He said, Bitcoin is not for the billionaires. It's for the billions. It's to give everyone a lifeline out of the situation they're in that they're stuck in. Right. And sometimes it actually feels hopeless. Like you said, if every time someone in the hood receives money, it's already spoken for. That money's already been spent. You're just paying it to the person you owe it to. It's hard to find hope. When the whole thing is 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 against you, if you're if you have a uh, if you're a felon and you can't get work, like the system is fucked up, man. And the whole idea that even if you give someone ten bucks of Bitcoin, and all they do is look at it, and they see, wow, you know, three, four, five months later, it's worth a lot more. Maybe I should put even five bucks, right? If I get if I make fifty bucks and forty of it's spoken for, well, maybe I put five into Bitcoin. Because Kevin gave me some Bitcoin and now that Bitcoin's worth more. So I'm going to, you know, it, it initiates the concept of saving, even though it might be really tough. The cool thing about Bitcoin is that you can save in tiny amounts. You can save $5 at a time, right? Like you want to put money in stocks or equities or houses. Like number one, you have to have access to that shit. Number two, it costs a lot of money. But Bitcoin allows you to save small, small portions of your money. And it's money with integrity, right? Like to me, the U.S. dollar system, the Canadian dollar, all these fiat systems that are controlled by governments have no integrity. They have no honesty. It's not, um, it doesn't reward honest work, right? It actually rewards dishonest work. Whereas Bitcoin is money with integrity. Bitcoin rewards honest work. Bitcoin uh, doesn't steal from you. Whereas U.S. dollars, you know, like, I think it's important sometimes to distinguish between money and then currency. If we have hard money with integrity, our currency can be shit, but it doesn't really matter because we just use it to pay for things. The important part is that everyone should have access to money with integrity that they can save in, that they can actually start to build wealth, right? If you're wealthless, it's really demotivating. But if you have an opportunity to build wealth and you have the same opportunity as a billionaire, there's no favorites. No one gets specialized treatment. It doesn't matter where you're from, what your skin color is, what your job is. If you don't have a job, it doesn't matter. And like you said, because everyone's got cash app, and because we now have a bridge from, you know, like the crazy thing about the truckers was that people agreed with people liked freedom. They voted for freedom by sending SAS to truckers. People are going to vote for supporting their fellow Americans and vote and support black Americans by sending SATs to a cause that they believe in because they saw your face on a podcast. I'm going to talk about Bitcoin for the hood when I go to all the Bitcoin conferences and say, hey, this Kevin guy's doing something special. He's helping lift the hood out of poverty through Bitcoin. This is a and like I guarantee you when you start to get a bit of traction, when the, when Bitcoin media starts to follow what you're doing and see that and give all the Bitcoiners an opportunity to contribute, it might not be much. Right. But if you have 100,000 Bitcoiners, they give 10 bucks each. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of Bitcoin for the hood. And the idea that every person you give Bitcoin to is probably going to tell it talk about it with someone else. And if you give them 10 bucks in Bitcoin, you say, hey, the way you can pass this on is you send two bucks in Bitcoin to someone you know that's in the hood. So your $10 now goes to multiple people and it's just spider webs, right? And you create this sense of community around hard money and maybe even get people interested in understanding like what is hard money? Why? How does Bitcoin fix this? Uh, and I think it's beautiful, man. I think it's um, yeah. very hey, special. I, everywhere I go, I'm trying to educate, you know, uh, Michael Seller, that's my hero. Uh, and Max Kaiser, Max was, Kaiser the, was, was one of my uh, which original eye openers. Cool. Uh, when you ask me, how did I get in Bitcoin? Yep. Max Kaiser is one of those one of those guys that uh, got me in. Um, yeah. And I'm letting them know, hey, you could take a transaction. 
you can have people pay you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I do with my merch, uh, I give 5% off with Bitcoin, you know, and that's how I'm bringing people in too. Uh, they want a deal. Hey, you want my service? Bitcoin. Yep. What's that? I heard about it. Yeah. It's the future, man. Check Michael Saylor out. Check this person out. Check yeah. out Bitcoin magazine. Check this out. You know, I'm, 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 because I'm passionate, man. I know, man. I know this is the future, bro. And I know this. I have children. I'm a grandfather. So, you know, and I, and it's not just that I'm, I'm trying to leave some for my children, you know, and let them know, you know, uh, what's going on. And they all know and they're, they're up to speed. So, yeah, I think the, yeah. you know, if, I mean, I'm speaking from a place as a white Canadian. So my perspective is very different than yours. But in general, we've gone through some shitty times, man. Like we're at the tail end of a shitty period that was unfair, um, that was had a lot of suffering, like in total, right? You have the small minority who's having a great time getting rich and everyone else is suffering. I really think we're starting to invert. Like we're go, we got some hard times ahead. But on the other side of that, your grandkids are going to have a, a much more beautiful world, a much more fair world, equal world. You know, if we use Bitcoin as the base layer foundation for a new civilization, by default, that is a equal opportunity, fair civilization because the money is fair. When the money's unfair, everything's unfair. And I don't think, you know, I think people that don't really need to understand Bitcoin don't have a, a reason to want to put in the work to understand it. But when someone like yourself tells someone else, that still that hasn't been able to get out of the hood about why Bitcoin solves the problem, they they can relate to you. And you can, you know, you've done the work to understand Bitcoin to a point where you believe it's the future and it's the digitization of money in the best possible way. When you convey that to someone, you get them interested and you have things like Cash App that create easy on ramp so that anyone can basically just plug in Cash App and buy five bucks of Bitcoin whenever they want. That's some powerful stuff, man. And the Bitcoin you, you you give to your grandchildren as a birthday gift, that's a legacy because, you know, 100 Satoshis today is not worth much. In 10 years, 100 Satoshis could be like a shitload of money. It could be a month's salary, dude. Like, we don't know. Right. Um, but the point is, is when, when someone you trust tells you about it and you sense that they're coming from a place of integrity and a place of honesty, and they're giving you a little bit so that you can keep an eye on it, that's a really powerful education tool, man. What you're doing is like, you know, it's a lot of energy. You're putting energy into helping other people, which I'm sure is very meaningful. But like, I think the difference you you could potentially make in these people's lives is like, it's very hey, powerful. We won't be late to the party, man. Not on my watch. You know, you're already I mean? early, man. You're early not, to the party. The first not, time. No, not not if I can help it, man. Because uh, it's places that I know that's urgent that need it, like uh, Mississippi. They're so poor there, man. They're poor, poor, man. And I know Bitcoin is like, would change their life like overnight, man. And uh, I just know it's the future, man. And, and like you said, we're we're changing and everyone's coming to, uh, you know, alertness to see what the bank's been doing, not just to black Americans, but everybody like, hey, how can you freeze these guys, these truckers accounts? How can you freeze someone's stuff like this? That's not that's not fair, man. And and we depend on these people for our goods and their service. Like, so you know. Yeah, man. It's uh 
pretty shocking when you see stuff like that. But I think things like that are needed to wake people up. Because I know in Canada, a lot of people woke up. They said, what? You can just turn someone's money off for doing nothing illegal? That's not fair. I, be I better look into that. So it starts to create distrust in the legacy system that's just been abusing us without it being really obvious. And then we get these little touch points where it becomes real obvious. And people kind of say, whoa, that's not what I thought it was. Um, so what's your vision for Bitcoin in the hood? Like, let's talk about, okay, we're in 2022. What do you, Kevin, want to accomplish with Bitcoin for the hood for 2022? And then, you know, this tour around the States, like what's your long-term vision and what are your sort of timelines? Um, and then at the end, we'll make sure people know where to find you, where to donate to Bitcoin for the hood. Um, but get, tell us the story of like for this year and then, you know, the, the three, four, five-year vision maybe, what do you want to accomplish with Bitcoin for the hood? Um, and sort of, you know, why are those accomplishments important to get done? Um... Well, the main thing is just really just touching the people, waking the people up. That's the most important thing that I uh, see the vision of it. Uh, I'm just taking it one day at a time, bro. Really, cool. um, it it what 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 it becomes, it becomes. But I know whatever it becomes is going to be greatness. Um, just hoping to help you know the poor, just more and more with it, you know, as we can. Um, I don't know, bro, whatever, wherever, wherever it way, takes man. us, man, wherever it takes us, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I don't, I don't, all I see right now is the main focus is getting to the people and letting them know what Bitcoin is and getting it in their hand. Yep. And then, you know, getting the feedback later on a month later. Hey man, remember that you get, you know, and just wake and alert people and build visions off visions. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, just try to do something like El Salvador, man. Have our own Bitcoin in the hood uh, beach or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Gathering or whatever it may be that we can just grow on and keep going and just show people that Bitcoin, this is what it did for the hood. You know, it, yeah. it, this is the truth. You know what I mean? Uh, that's it, really. Uh, I'm on Twitter 24 hours when I'm there. Uh What's the Twitter? It's Hood Bitcoin, right? Is Twitter right. handle Hood Hood Bitcoin? Uh, for uh, for the Twitter, and uh, you can donate on Telecoin. I just raised it up to I think a hundred thousand. Um, I'm just trying to get 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 Satoshi's man. This whole summer, man, we're gonna be busy. Um, it's just the beginning, so you know, just be patient with us. It's just nobody knows nothing. We're just one day at a time. How, yeah, yeah. how this goes, you know. Um. It's very dangerous going to the hood, you know, uh, poverty. It's always a shooting. Um, so, you know, we're just trying to be careful where we go when we do go and just do things right and, and, and honor Bitcoin as we go along. Now, when you say we, do you have other people that are doing this with you or are you mostly going solo? Well, uh, you know, my, my cousin, my children, uh, my lady, you know, we're all a team, you know. Mm -hmm uh one's doing something the other one's doing something we're all nice. doing it together you know yeah, busy. Yeah. and uh you'll see more you know as we uh document what's going on because every time i do it i'm going to document perfect I'm document what's going on for the people can know yeah. you know what's going on as they don't what they're donating to you know they can see yeah uh, that's so important because when the people see the story of you giving the bitcoin 
and they witness that, it builds into the story, it builds a sense of meaning for them, right? Where it's like, I know my Satoshis are going to people in the hood because Kevin is the conduit to there. And he's posting the story so that I can be inspired to tell other people what's going on. And I think just the notion, like you said, that if you give Bitcoin to one person and you finish off that little education, number one, you've given them a pretty good excuse to, to learn about Bitcoin because now they own it, right? They have the world's hardest money on their phone because right. you sent it to them. Right. That's some crazy shit. Right. And then if you leave them off with saying like, you know, the whole way this works is pay it forward. Send some to someone else. Start a conversation with someone that doesn't know about Bitcoin in the hood and tell them about it. Right. And it spreads fast, man. It spreads and it, fast. And another thing I'm letting them know, uh, you know, mm. excuse me, uh, we got a money man. Uh, he's a rapper. He just took endorsement uh, in Bitcoin cool. on Cash App a million uh, nice. last month. And Kodak Black. Uh, he's a rapper and uh, he just mentioned that uh, if you book him and his show is 300,000, he wants 100,000 in Bitcoin. Beautiful. Old, uh, Odell Beckham, football yep. player. Taking what, half his salary in Bitcoin. So, I'm, you know, I'm just letting people know, you know, I'm letting them know it's happening. Yeah. Happening. You know, you need to come get on the boat. You know what I mean? We're, and we're selling. <laughs> and you're still early. That's the right, beauty, right? right? It's like, you're still early. Right. And that's, what, that's what I'm trying to get people to understand. They're like, yeah. well, it's so expensive. Hey, you can buy Satoshis. You can buy right. parts of it. You don't have to buy the whole thing. And Bitcoin's not going to zero. Okay? It's not going to zero. So don't worry. You know, that's so. And, you know, I tell people when they do do it, don't put in nothing that you're not willing to lose, you know, yep. uh, you know, for beginners, you know, you know, that don't know. But uh, just one day at a time, man. Just even just as a savings tool like that is with my friends and family that know nothing about it. I want to get them interested about it. I just tell them if you put $100 in the bank after a year, you have less than $100 in purchasing power. That's not fair. <laughs> right? It's like, if, if nothing else, if you only put $100 into Bitcoin, just to, to, to track it, to observe it, watch its utility as a savings tool, as a way to put money in there that you don't want to use for five years. And the reason you're doing that is so that your future self can have wealth, so that your future self can have things in the future. You're delaying getting something right now because you know that the hardest money will get you way more things in future. And the, once again, the idea that you can do that without ever walking into a bank, without ever asking anyone permission or giving a piece of ID or doing anything and do it in increments of dollars, $5, $10, $6, whatever it is, that's never been available ever in history. Oh. And I, I, I really, I think that's what grabbed me when I saw Bitcoin for the hood. I'm like, this is literally the perfect way to help people, to help lift people out of the hood, to help change the hood. Like maybe the hood doesn't, maybe people don't, if everyone in the hood had Bitcoin, and had hope, right? And earlier you said, you know, I'm, you can change someone's life overnight. It's not because you gave them a bunch of money. It's because you gave them hope that there is a form of money that can actually serve them instead of them serving the money. Right. And, you know, the idea that if everyone in the hood's got Bitcoin, maybe the hood's not a bad place that you have to escape anymore because everyone has this sense of community, right? They, they, you build community around Bitcoin because Bitcoin can be important for everyone and solves problems for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think just the idea that people who are wealthy and who are well off can see what you're doing and contribute to something with as little as $5, sending five bucks, 10 bucks, 50 bucks to your tally coin. Um, 
you know, the Bitcoin store, as soon as I'm done this, I'll send some, send some sats there because it really is pretty special. And, uh, I'm going to tell everyone I know that I, that that's in the Bitcoin space, like what this is, because this is, this is how we make, this is how we take back our countries from, from the people who have acted in bad faith, I think. Um, and we do it ourselves. We don't do it with handouts. We do it by just taking ownership and responsibility for making sure everyone we know understands hard money and making an effort to acquire it and spread it and share it. And And that's pretty cool. And another thing I want to share with people that everyone, everyone in the hood, not bad, right? Uh, You're dealing with generations of trauma, right? Some trauma people, right? Uh, Let's take, for instance, 9-11, right? Uh, People that seen that was standing on the sidewalk, seeing people jump out of buildings, they go to trauma, they go to see therapists, they go to see this, these people, right? They, they get paid and all this. Yeah. But my great, great grandmother that seen grandpa hung from a tree. <laughs> no, nothing for that. Just yeah. go pray. So when we get to the hood, we're looking at generations of trauma that never had no money or wealth to pay for this for any type of counseling or treatment for the trauma. You know what I mean? So everyone's in the hood, not bad. And if you look at, at your, at your, 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 uh, LeBron James's or your, your, uh, your basketball stars, right. They come from the hood and you see how they conduct themselves, right. They're in a, that you wouldn't, you couldn't tell they came from there. But if everyone in the hood had Bitcoin and was able to be in that position, you would see that we're all the same. We're mm-hmm. all like LeBron, right? We're, exactly. Some just we're just stuck. You know what I mean? Some people are just stuck and can't uh, uh, move up to 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 uh, show their skills. You know what they can do because you're dealing with a wealthiest wealthiest people. We don't own nothing in America. We own nothing. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think for anyone to think that people in the hood are bad people would be very naive, right? The way I look at it is like, everyone's a creature of their environment. When I look at someone, I meet them. I know that the environment they grew up in, the people they were around, the events that happened in their life shaped that person. If that person's in pain, if they're nasty and angry all the time, I know that person's had some pain in their life, right? That they haven't been able to, to reconcile or process yet. And if you look at the hood as like, almost like this section where you have to climb out of people like LeBron get a rope thrown down there. That rope is basketball. He was able to climb out of the hood. The vision, the, the image I get in my brain is like Bitcoin is a rope for everyone in the hood to get out so that there, and then like, it really is something that's accessible to everyone. And I think, you know, once people see that everyone is just a creature of their environment, and these, you know, people in the hood simply haven't had a way to reconcile, like you said, to, to uh, process that trauma and have an opportunity to even do honest work. That's the saddest part, I think. It's like, I'm sure a lot of people in the hood would rather not be there and would, would love to do, to use their energy, to help others, to do honest work and make honest money and live a happy life. Like they're not asking for much, but if they don't even have the opportunity to do that, it becomes hopeless. And then you literally are left with whatever's available. And sometimes that's crime or sometimes whatever it is, but it's not because they're choosing that. And I think we just have to, you know, Bitcoin is an outlet to go beyond to get, you know, to start to reconcile some of the trauma and start to just have an opportunity to do honest work. And, um, 
yeah, man, I think it's, I think it's really cool. Thank you for what you're doing, you know, cause you don't have to do this, right? Like you're not in the hood, but you find the sense of meaning in making sure that the people in the hood that haven't gotten out, have an outlet, right? have an look, opportunity. Cause guess what? If, if I don't help the hood, I become the prey, right? Yep. I want to sleep comfortably. I want my family to be comfortable. Yeah. So if everyone's okay, we're all okay. We can, right. uh, what they say back in the day, our grandparents slept with the windows open, right? You can't do that today now. Oh, people you know got gates I mean? in front of their houses now. <laughs> right? So yeah, Bitcoin yeah. Bring us, brings us back to them days, yep. the good days, where yep. we can leave the front door unlocked. We can have the window open, kids playing out or whatever yep. it may be. Because every everyone's got enough. Everyone's yep. got enough. Yep. And enough so. is not a lot for a lot of people. Exactly. But if you don't have enough, it makes for a life full of suffering. And then you have no choice but to, you know, like you said, people who live near neighborhoods that they're scared of, maybe they should help the neighborhood not be as scary by helping the people who don't have enough. Yeah. And most people have not only not enough, but they have too much. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like they're scared because they're trying to protect all the shit they don't even need from the people who don't even have anything. And I think it's, you know, this re-equalization of hope and of wealth in a way that simply allows the wealthy people or the, and it might not even be people who are wealthy, but if you have an extra 50 bucks and you know that that 50 bucks can go to individuals because someone is putting in honest work to get that message to individuals and get them Bitcoin, that's a high motivation to spend that $50 on something that, that is actually meaningful instead of buying some more shit on Amazon you don't need. Right. right? And I, I think the Bitcoin community is very generous and they understand the importance of this technology. And they also understand full well that someone in the hood that has Bitcoin and that starts to build a circular economy in the hood of people paying each other for services or help in Bitcoin, that's good for Bitcoin. So a Bitcoiner might do that out of selfishness of being like, I want Bitcoin to succeed. But the way they do that is by helping other people understand Bitcoin and by them understanding Bitcoin, they can live better lives. They can live with more hope that, if, that we can actually have a good future. Look at, look at, look at the governor of New York, right? Bitcoin, Bitcoiners voted you in, bro. We yeah. voted you in because you said, then he gets in there and say, oh, well, everybody needs to buy $10 worth of Bitcoin. Why don't you do a fund and give, them, give it to them? Where's the, yeah. all the Bitcoin donations that you just got? Where are them donations yep. at, bro? But you go tell the people in New York that they need to, in the hood, that they need to just buy it? $10 yeah. out of gas is five bucks? <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, Yeah, we need people with integrity. I think this is what Bitcoin will do. Bitcoiners are very, and I mean, anyone who owns Bitcoin is a Bitcoiner, right? Bitcoiners have a really keen eye for integrity and they support honest people that have integrity and that follow through and they hold people accountable. Right. Like I represented the truckers when I took donations, I knew the Bitcoin community would hold me accountable to making sure those donations got to where they went. But that's good because when everyone's got Bitcoin and everyone's a Bitcoiner, only people who are have integrity and are honest will get into power. And someone who makes some claim and then doesn't live up to it will be asked the hard questions to be like, whoa, what happened? Why aren't you doing this? This is what we expected. This is what you promised. You need to make good on that. And I think that's a better world where we can actually hold people accountable instead of just being like, oh, it's politics, it's broken. It's like, no, 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 we want answers right now because this is what you said and this is what you haven't delivered. Well, and that's gonna be a better world. 
Well, word going around now is we got to watch politicians that's trying to take our vote now for Bitcoin because they're not they're not doing once they get in now, we're seeing what you're doing. Yep. You're switching it up. Yep. So it's like, you know, but like you said, we now we can bring them hold their feet to the fire now. Yep. Like, hey man, you told us you was gonna do this. And we gave you, you know, we're Bitcoin and we gave you our trust. So yeah. yeah. There you go, man. But, Bitcoin but, uh, is empowering. Bitcoin is empowering for the hood. Thank you, Kevin, for taking the time. Let people know. So it's um, Hood Bitcoin on Twitter. You got the Tally Coin raising yep. funds. Yeah. Um, you got your merch that you're selling. Um, yep. I think there's a link there on your Twitter. Yep. Anywhere else that people can find out what you're doing or uh, we got a, a, a Bitcoin for the hub uh, for the hood YouTube. Okay. YouTube. Perfect. So uh, maybe you can send this to me. I can put it on there too as well. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Um, other than that, thank you, bro. Thank you You're so welcome. much, man. I appreciate you so much. I'm humble, man, and uh, appreciate you, man. And uh, I hope everything is going on there. I, I didn't really get to ask you what was going on out there. How how's things with the with the truckers? Yeah, I think so. The truckers are gone. They're not in Ottawa. The government basically just like pushed them out with brute force, which you know, like. People say, well, then it failed if the truckers left. And I'm like, well, it didn't fail because the whole point was not to overpower the government. That's impossible. The whole point is to show how slimy the government is and what they're willing to do to eliminate people who are threatening their power, even within fully legal limits, peaceful, loving uh, limits. These people showed up. They were nothing but peace and love and joy. And they were, they were happy, right? They're all there to celebrate freedom. And, you know, People say, well, you might not be free in Canada, but in that area downtown where all the truckers were, we were all free. We were all free because we had each other. We had support. We had love. We, everyone was having a great time. So even though the government basically pushed out the truckers with violence illegally, right? They just, the thing is with the law is like the people in power create laws. They just decide what they want to do to get their way. So I think we showed a lot. We showed that the media is all lies. All the mainstream media is lies. We showed that the government is willing to use violence against peaceful people. We showed the government can just turn your money off if it's in banks, right? We showed a lot of things. And so I think these ripples are reverberating in Canada now. And that's a good thing. And even around the world, right? You got like trucker convoy in the States and Europe. So, you know, it was a good nudge for people to uh, think about Bitcoin, to think about freedom in general. And, uh, you know, the battle continues. It's not over yet, but it was a good, it was a good victory. So. All right, brother. Thank you. Yeah, man. Dude. Anyway, if I'm ever in Sacramento, I'll hit you up. If anyone's listening to this and you live somewhere where, you know, there's people who don't have opportunities in your area, maybe get in touch with Kevin. He can let you know how he's doing it. Maybe empower you to do the same thing. And, uh, maybe I'll reach out in like six months. We'll do this again. So I can hear what, uh, yeah. Bitcoin for the hoods up to. Yeah. It's all good, brother. Cool, brother. Thank Take you, care of yourself. Much you love. You too, man. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah.